I watch too many movies. I watch too much TV. Anything else to add? I'm head of HR. The world needs more robots. I still have a page of notes. I wasn't paying attention. Our lightning rail. No, I'm not ready. I'll just wing it. I'm in the zone. Roll for initiative. May the force be with you. Always. Classic. Whatever makes you a discerning The Discerning Geeks Portal. Welcome back, discerning listeners, to the Discerning Geeks Portal, where each week we take a discerning look into all things geek. As always, I'm joined with my best friends, Todd, David, and Andrew. And this week, we're wrapping up 2021, kicking off 2022, kind of with our year in review. How's everybody doing this evening? Meh. Man, I'm sentimental, man. Sentimental. Pretty good. Hoping the year ahead is is better than the last one. Not that the last one was terrible. It was a little bit better than the year before. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, really? Betty White died, man. That's all it needed. Well, yeah, Yeah. that's true. That was not a great way of ending 2021, but at least it was not the way of ushering in 2022. Uh, I was listening. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast today, a fandom hybrid and Hanako, the founder, the main host, and fellow Dragon Connor of that podcast, she made that point in, in her episode. They were doing a year in review, and she said, you know, at first I thought, oh, it sucks that that's the way that we're ushering in 2022. And she said, but technically, it's the way we're getting rid of 2021. Terrific. Yeah, I, I posted on our Facebook one of the, uh, the memes. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it basically is, no, nope. Betty White did not die. No, no, no. She grabbed 2021 by the throat and whispered in its ears, I'll take you with me, you son of a bitch. And then she threw them down into the fires of Mordor to save us all. That's my fluffy story, and I'm sticking to it. It is canon. Deal with it. And I did steal that off of somebody else's Facebook, but I'm with you. I think Betty White went out, taking it with her, and uh, we're going to have a good 2022 yeah, if you like that, join us on our Facebook page. Yeah, and I don't know if it's fake that somebody photoshopped or if it's real, but I saw something online. It was um, a graphic of a cover of People magazine where it was celebrating her 100th birthday. And I, I guess, you know, magazines have to do that. They've got to prepare ahead of time. Yeah. So they have to assume that somebody's going to be around. I don't know whether they're going to have to go back and change that or, or leave it. But somebody said, isn't that a great practical joke on her part? <laughs> to, <laughs> to yeah. Say, oh, oh, you want to do You want to put me on the cover for 100? Well, guess what? <laughs> There's really no way of knowing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I back in the 80s and 90s, I before I became a full-fledged geek, I was still watching mainstream stuff on TV, like sitcoms, and one of them was definitely Golden Girls, and so, yeah, I kind of grew up with Betty White, so, yeah, it sucks, but but 99 is, is a pretty good run, though. I heard that there were several theaters that were planning to show Betty White movies uh, on her 100th birthday in honor of her, and uh, oh. there are there are some people that are, that are hoping that they continue to do that as a tribute. Oh, good! Because it's something like... Her birthday is only like a week from now or something like that. Yeah, it's really supposed to be. Far away, it yeah. was right around the corner. Yeah, somewhere in mid-January, I think. Yep. Yeah, another comment that I heard and I thought summed it up really well was, think of how well you've lived your life when you can live to be 99 and people are still like taken too early. You know, yeah, yeah. she lived a really good life. And, and so, yeah, 
we'll lift that up. I am lifting up my Dragon's Nectar that uh, Todd brought me back from Dragon Con this year. I'll be sipping on it throughout this podcast. My goal is to get to the end without him being able to edit in my daughter saying, I think he's drunk. Um, before oh, yeah. Done. <laughs> my goal is to try to do that every episode if I can. <laughs> if I can get through that while I'm drinking this dragon's nectar throughout the whole episode, then I, I will have accomplished something. If not, well, it'll make, hopefully make for entertaining, you know, podcasting, which I will have to say was one of our highlights this year, I actually got a couple of comments from, of course, my family at, at Christmas time who said that they agreed that we needed to have more episodes where Evangeline and Josie joined us for the podcast. So, Yes, please. More girls on the podcast. Oh, I thought you were talking about the drinking. Oh, uh, I was yeah, like, well, there's uh, no way. They Mom should drink more. came up to you and said, <laughs> you know, on that po- podcast, you whippersnappers, you should really drink some more of that, 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 that <laughs> dragon beer. But yeah, this episode's all about 2021 year in review. Who wants to start us off with something that they want to talk about as far as year in review? Nobody nobody rush at once. All right. Since (laughs) I'm not the only one who ever has notes for anything, I'll say that I wouldn't mind talking about TV a little bit. So I'll just start the topic off by saying that to me, there were there were two greats this year and, and a whole lot of good ones and ones that I had mixed emotions about. But we could be here all day talking about every single show. But the great ones were WandaVision and Lost in Space. We've, I think we've probably already talked about WandaVision some in a few, a few episodes. I think we did try to review it, maybe not episode for episode, but I think we lumped yeah. a few together and did about two or three episodes of the podcast on WandaVision. It was not perfect. It was a little bit weird. You know me, I like things to make sense. And there were some things about the series that maybe didn't make total sense. And I wish they kind of explained things a little bit better, like how Wanda actually broadcast this supposed TV show on her life and was she editing it in her head? Were there actually cameras and people operating the cameras or was she doing it all mentally? Some of that stuff didn't totally make sense, but the characterization and stuff that happened between her and vision and, and so, you know, some of the other things that happened within her little, uh, realm of Westview. It was a very interesting show. It also got off to a little bit of a slow start with the first two episodes delving so deep into emulating sitcoms that it was kind of like, all right, when's some Marvel stuff going to happen? But they made the really good decision to release those first two episodes together in the same week. So that second week when you got to episode three and it did end on a cliffhanger that that got you into more of the what's happening in the real world and, and delving into superhero stuff that helped. Um, so yeah, overall that was a really good show. And, uh, and then lost in space was good, but I'll, I'll pause in case anybody wants to say anything about WandaVision. See, I was actually the opposite. I wanted about five more or six more episodes mm-hmm. of just the TV show. <laughs> oh really? I thought that was when it was better than the actual getting into the Marvel stuff. The Marvel stuff was cool. Don't get me wrong, but I just, but I the really, TV show was what made it unique. That's what it made enjoyed it. Yeah. Stand the TV out. show. Yep. I enjoyed the TV show and spanning the different generations and and hitting highlights from each different uh, decade kind of of TV. I thought it was it was a phenomenal show. I have to agree. I have a confession though about the second one. <gasps> 
my last couple of weeks, probably the last almost month, have just been crazy chaotic at my house, and I've still not got to watch all of Lost in Space. I got to see the first episode of the last season, and that's it. I haven't got to watch them all, so I'm going to have to get caught up and watch the rest of them. I've loved all the previous episodes, you know, seasons, and it's not because I don't want to watch it. It's just sadly life has been very, very crazy in my world this past month. Child with a broken leg, people being sick, just changed jobs. Well, changed job sites. Uh, it, it's been it's been a whirlwind. Christmas, holidays, yeah. Thanksgiving. It's just been nonstop and and. My apologies to our listeners, because I know that's meant that some of our episodes haven't come out nearly as regularly as we would really normally hope. We try to have our episodes out every Sunday, and we've had to to miss a couple of weeks and then double up some areas, and so they kind of came out in a jumble, and I apologize to our listeners for that, but appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, Has anybody else watched The Lost in Space? I watched like the first three episodes of the first season. Is that oh, good? Eh, you need to get them all. They're really good. It's a great series. I've been meaning to. I just keep forgetting about it. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it but is yeah. worth it. It's definitely worth it. I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. If you don't oh, mind. Well, oh. hang, hang on. I, I thought you had something else oh, to say about no, Lost that's in right. Space. So that's why I paused. But yeah, I haven't said yet why Lost in Space is one of the greats. That's correct. Um, yeah. Go for okay. it. Okay. All right. So, yeah, sorry. Before you switch gears. So, Lost in Space, the great thing about it is that it has a perfect blend. Like, some people out there uh, will accuse certain shows, especially nowadays, of being too psychological, like talking about feelings and stuff like that. And then there might be other shows that are too cerebral, where if they're science fiction, they only do the science fiction stuff. Lost in Space has the perfect blend of exploration stuff from Star Trek problem-solving storytelling from Stargate and family drama stuff from a show that doesn't even necessarily have to be science fiction. And it's especially that final season, but I, I think some of the episodes from other the other two seasons did it too. But that final third season, I think I choked up or, or like teared up almost every single episode and sometimes multiple times per episode. They just do that good a job with characterization, character development, character interaction, uh, family drama, but it's not all it's about. Every episode is, is like its own little mini adventure too. So if you want either one of those things, you want the adventure exploration, uh, science fiction type stuff, and, or you want the drama, you're going to get both in Lost in Space and into the perfect proportions. Okay, now I'm done. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get a day off and or, or some time off where Leanne and I can get back into our regular TV watching routine in the evenings. But uh, it's been kind of crazy, and we haven't had any time for that. So that's on my list. It's going to be there coming soon. What else? Anybody else have any highlights or anything that they want to talk about before I switch gears just a little bit, especially kind of in that TV realm? TV wise. If I'm not mistaken, was Mandalorian season two part of twenty twenty one? It was. No, 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 nope. Was it not? No, and no, and in fact, I wondered that too because in my list that I did for a, a different reason, I have uh, a category called apparently not in two thousand twenty one. The Boys, The Mandalorian, Outlander, The Good Place, and The Crown were ones that crossed my mind, and I had to double-check, and no, they were not in 2021. Whoa. That's trippy, because these two years just kind of blended together with how crappy they were. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, as for the other shows, Captain America, I mean, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was overrated. It was horrible. Don't watch it. Hawkeye was good. Very entertaining. I don't know how it was story-wise in the overall MCU. But that's all I got for shows other than the ones Todd listed. Yeah. And First of all, were- Captain Winter Soldier was not sucky. And why has none of you said Loki? Well, I was just getting ready to. I forgot about Loki. Duh. Yeah, because in my in my good category, I would have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, Dave, I agree with you. Loki, Hawkeye, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, For All Mankind, and Superman and Lois. I had almost forgot about For All Mankind. That was a good one. What's that about? It's kind of an alternate history where the Russians beat the U.S. to the moon. And it changes everything because it kind of legitimizes their communism and things like that. And and it multiplies the space race, but it changes a lot of other things as far as even um, kind of of women's rights and things like that. Uh, It's a really good show. Um, It's definitely worth a watch. And Dave, I think you and I both agreed on the problem of the season, which is why I count as good, not great. There are a couple of those middle episodes that are really slow, kind of boring, get a little bit soap opery. And then they kind of uh, course correct right near the end and they kind of redeem themselves and finish extremely strongly in in the end of the season. It is one that, yes, for all of our listeners and even Andrew, if you haven't tried it, there are going to be sections where you're like, there's like a couple episodes back to back and you're like, Oh man, I'm kind of getting bored with this. There's not really going anywhere. It's okay, but it's not great. And you're almost willing to give it up. And then, yeah, the last few episodes, they like explode. It's like a rocket. And you're going, oh wow, okay. I don't even care what they did in those earlier episodes. This made it worthwhile. And you go along for the ride. So yeah, it was a it was a great show. What about movies anybody have any fantastic movies that they want to mention or stand out i know it was a luck last year but we did have a few we had a couple marvel marvel movies three marvel movies all in uh, one year yes three four. in total um, four four no no way four. black widow we had the eternals we had shang chi uh, is it oh, I forgot about Spider-Man. I haven't got to see Spider-Man. You got to see Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Bro, you won't believe it. So like Thanos, he's dead. And that's my <laughs> spoiler. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, spoiler redacted. No. <laughs> yeah, you can censor that, Todd, with like one of those bleepy buttons. Like, bleep, bleep, bleep. To, to censor what? The spoiler. I said Thanos oh, oh. died. Oh, I did oh. it again. Damn it. Shit. <laughs> No, that, and now I curse, so all the excuses to use too. the bleepy button, you know. So, Todd, I think you've actually now seen Spider-Man twice. Am I correct? No, not yet. Oh, no, not yet. Technically five Marvel movies because there was a Venom movie. Oh, well, there was uh, a Venom movie? There was a Venom movie. Yeah, Venom, Venom was Carnage. Carnage is on my list. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And true. from what I understand... Now, that might be a spoiler. I know what you're about to say. That, this may be a spoiler, so... If you haven't seen Spider-Man, um, I think it's a Spider-Man, isn't it? I think it's a Spider-Man. It, it, it's in both. Yeah, it's in both. It's at the end of Venom, and it's at the end of Spider-Man, I believe. If you haven't seen these, plug your ears. Oh, well, hang on. Our, our co-host may not want to know. Either. Yeah, you might not want to 
blurted out. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me if he wants to say it or not. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about, so I may have to. It's like, an end it's of credit spoiler. scene. It's a big spoiler. I don't want to. It's not really a big spoiler. It's not really a big spoiler. Oh, all they have done is that because there is a collaboration basically between Marvel and Sony, because there has to be, because I think Sony still has the rights to Spider-Man regardless. Mm, true. What has happened is they have decided to allow Venom to somewhat be in the Marvel Universe. Now, does this mean that Venom's going to show up in a Marvel movie? I have no idea. Um, it's possible or what have you. But basically, here's the deal. You all know that the new Spider-Man movie is is about the multiverse. Yeah. Well, what they have decided to do is because Venom is a parasite and that he is supposedly in the movies, there have been snippets about how he has lived for a very, very long time. That Like his race doesn't really die. Like he's he's existed for millennia. And because of the way that they communicate, because somehow they can actually kind of sense each other. They don't necessarily have to talk. Um, it's just how they are. Venom actually knows who Spider-Man is. Because of the Tobey Maguire movies. And so we have an interesting paradox going on. Because basically what happens is at the end of the film, uh, Brock is like laying on a bed or something. And the news thing comes up. And it's the scene where it talks about how like Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, or whatever. And all of a sudden Venom takes over Brock and like looks at him. And I don't exactly know what it says because I have not actually seen the scene myself. I've only seen a snippet of it. But Venom recognizes Spider-Man. So I don't know if that means there's going to be a conflict here uh, or what have you. Or he just says something along the lines of, I remember him. And that's like it. So it's it's alluding to a paradox as well as an interesting bit in the multiverse. Because basically the correction to the spell they do is the only people that know Spider-Man are the people that know Spider-Man. And because Venom knows Spider-Man, it doesn't affect him. And so um, it's interesting that we we may have a character or movie with Venom in it, which would be cool, because uh, I love Spider-Man. It's also interesting that evidently you there are going to be beings that can somehow cross the multiverse without technically ever being doubled. Does that make sense? In other words, it's almost as if somehow Venom's race, these parasitic globs of goo actually do exist in the multiverse at the same time because that's the only way i can explain it um i think it's the hive mind you're talking about except this one goes across like the entire multiverse, <laughs> right like that's what they kind of older. that's how they explained it was it because one venom knew him all venoms know him and so it's it's either i don't know if it's venom is venom is venom regardless or is it just the hive mind venom and because the high mind venom knows it, all the venoms in the multiverse know him. So, would that technically mean that all the venoms would show up? That'd be kind of crazy. I haven't got to see the Spider-Man in the multiverse yet. I want to. It's on my list. Uh, maybe one day, pretty soon. I don't know. We can't. Are- we definitely can't talk about a lot about that movie because there are some very well hidden things that a lot of people speculated at that everybody eventually dismissed and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Well, what other? Well, oh. you want me to go through the list of movies that I saw this year? Yeah, go for it. 
because trust me, it's not that long. <laughs> uh, all right. So Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I saw it. I'd like to see it again because I give it a B plus so far, but I actually missed the first few minutes of it. Also, if sometimes when there's a movie that's, that's nothing but uh, spoiler risk like this one is, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, that that theory on a YouTube channel that I watch, okay, that that one's confirmed. Okay, that one's not confirmed. Okay, this it's like I can't enjoy the emotional content of the movie for just trying to get past the spoilers. So I really need to watch it again to 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 see it sans surprises um eternals i gave a b plus i think it, that movie begins really strongly but it goes some funky places at the end and if it hadn't been for that it might have been higher than b plus shang chi i give it a b uh it was fine it was it, it, there was nothing huge wrong with it but there wasn't hugely anything great with it either it was i actually fine. think jungle cruise was better than shang chi oh really yeah yeah now that one i didn't see uh, let me see. No Time to Die, the Bud James Bond movie. I finally saw that on HBO Max recently. I give that a B minus. Also, fine. Nothing great, nothing horrible. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, B minus also. Um, it kind of has a slow pace at the beginning and then a super fast pace at the end. So it's like nothing in the movie is normal speed. Uh, I think they also get to the point where they pay homage to the first movie, maybe a little too much. Um, but And then there's some stuff that happens at the end that I won't spoil, but it's like, is that tasteful or not tasteful? I'm honestly not sure. Uh, Black Widow, also another B minus. We already did a review on this podcast for it. In fact, I think it was one of our shortest reviews, even though that's the one that we saw in the theater. Um, that one was kind of okay, other than it's just weird that it was made when it was. It was also kind of slow and boring at the beginning, and then the end kind of had just weird stuff in it. It, it wasn't very grounded in the end. Another B minus is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Way too long at four hours, uh, but it was still an improvement over the first movie, uh, but also had some weird stuff in it. It's like he did. It's like because he had the chance to make it longer and bigger and better, he he didn't know what to leave out. And so he left out nothing. And so that's the biggest problem with the movie is that it's still too long. and There's still some weird stuff in it. Uh, a C plus is what I gave to Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, again, nothing really wrong with it other than it's just it kind of a big dumb monster movie, which is kind of what Godzilla versus Kong is probably supposed to be. So, so C plus isn't bad, but um, it also was also kind of slow and boring and monotonous in, in certain parts too. And then I just recently, <sighs> got through survived matrix resurrections and i'm not sure what to give that but i think it would have to be somewhere in the d range maybe even an f hmm. so i think the only one i saw that you had and of course is the the first dune of the two-part dune that's been released and it was my favorite movie of the year for a while until i saw ghostbusters i actually liked ghostbusters more than you it was my top movie of the year um, now I say that I haven't seen Spider-Man yet and there's a football movie and I can't remember the title, um, that I want to see. That's also getting really good reviews that, that there's has potential to, to upset that and be the, the big, my number one for the year. Jungle Cruise, you should watch to me. It's a, it's a good mid sea range movie. Yeah. Um, it's almost the exact same plot as Pirates of the Caribbean, but not quite as witty. Um, and uh, but it was fun to watch. And uh, yeah, I watched. I haven't seen the Eternals yet. I need to see that. There's quite a few of them I still haven't seen. Um, kind of waiting for them to come to 
areas where I can watch them, like Disney Plus. Um, for those. And Shang-Chi is already there. Shang-Chi, I have seen. I did get to see that. And it wasn't bad. It was good. To me, it just wasn't. It lacked a little bit of that sparkle. And I don't know yeah. what that sparkle mm-hmm. is. But most of the other Marvel movies had the sparkle. We haven't had the sparkle this year in some of the Marvel movies. Well, one um, problem with Shang-Chi is most of the action scenes took place either at night or with shaky cam or both. Yeah. So there were lots of times where I was like, okay, I think this probably looks cool, but I'm not sure because I'm not totally sure what's going on. So, yeah, it was kind of a thin. Well, it was. We, I mean, if you compare this year to, to years previous, two years ago, we were getting five movies a month that we could go and watch and they were top movies. And many of them, and we would give B ratings to, or C ratio or even a ratings to. And this year we had, you know, maybe 20 total period. I mean, <laughs> um, so, so it was very light load as far as, uh, movies go, but there were some good ones and there was some entertainment. Uh, again, I, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters. I thought that was great. Uh, Andrew, have you seen Ghostbusters yet? I have not. Oh, okay. I'm planning that's, on it. It's going to be a pleasure for you. But you have seen Spider-Man. Yes. I saw it with my girlfriend. Did you have a top movie of this year? Um, uh, out of the movies I saw... Eh, there wasn't a lot of movies to go off of, actually. Godzilla vs. Kong was pretty good. Okay. We got the new Justice League, which was basically the old Justice League, but four hours long. Slightly yeah. better and with theater mode for some reason. Um, we got a new Suicide Squad, which was... Everything DC is just okay. You know? Unfortunately, yeah. It, it'll always be just okay. My my absolute favorite movie this year was Fear Street, nineteen some seventy something. Okay. Yeah, you have mentioned that a lot. Yeah. Yes, the Fear Street trilogy all came out within like the same two weeks in July twenty twenty one, I think, and they were all amazing. Go watch them, unless okay. you're a wussy and you don't like horror movies. And those are on Netflix, correct? They are all on Netflix. Were they made for Netflix or were they cinematic mo- or uh, like at the theater first? I think they're a Netflix original. Yeah. Okay. They all just got dropped on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. That's cool. What else? Any other tops for this past year? I want to give a few since we're kind of thinking about it. Um, this is the rundown for our podcast for 2021 we released our first episode of this year it actually was on january 5th strangely enough it was a bonus episode i think that just kind of happened as we were editing and things like that it was a bonus episode of the adjustment bureau um i would say probably not the best one to start with go back and listen to the actual adjustment bureau episode and then listen to the the bonus episode um, but apparently we've done a lot of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, we have released, oh, let me get to my, my notes here. 
yeah, while you're looking for that, I made a list of my favorite episodes that we've done this year. And I've got nine things that I can kind of lump together, but some of those are two-parters and one of them is a three-parter. So, and those are just my favorites. <laughs> and, well, and that's only about a third the, or a fourth of what we've done. Here's the overview. We've actually released over 2,911 minutes of content. So we were just short of... Well, divided by 60, that would be, what, uh, 50 hours of content that we've released this year across 45 episodes. So we've released in um, 45 episodes in 2021, um, which makes sense because we were right at what I think episode 30-something was our one that we started this year. And we're recording episode 80-something now, which will actually come out in 2022. But, uh, yeah, we've had a lot of releases. We've actually increased our followers, people who actually listen to us and download our our episode by 82%. We want to increase that more. Then you guys can help out by doing a few things for us. Just let people know about our podcast. Tell them to tune in. Uh, Rate us on on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. Interact with us. And that way it kind of moves up the charts because all those things work on algorithms. So the more you talk about us, comment on the podcast chain or, or rate us or give us a thumbs up or whatever the, the podcast thing of choice that you listen to, um, go on Podchaser and talk about us. There's, there's lots of ways that you can help influence our next year of podcasting. Um, and Todd, so tell them about some of your favorites or your highlights from 2021 for our podcast. Okay. And first to correct you on the math a little bit, we've actually done 54 episodes in 2021. I'll be honest. I was getting our statistics from Anchor and I thought that was a little low, but I think they released our year wrap up a few weeks ago before we released several episodes. So I was kind of oh, like, gosh. I thought it was more than that. So you said it's 54? Um. Or my, or is my math wrong? Sorry. Yes, I majored in math, but you know, I was <laughs> I was doing calculus and stuff like that. Arithmetic, I'm still uh, a, a, not great on. Excuse me. Maybe fifty two is the okay. right number because we started with episode thirty two and we ended with episode eighty three. So I think that's fifty two. Okay. And while and we were actually doing pretty good at, with weekly, there were a few times where we missed a week, but there were also a few times where we doubled up. So in the end, it's still worked out to 52 episodes in a year. So that, that that's works. right. Yep. Uh, so as far as favorites, um, starting with the D and D one shot, that's episodes 34 through 36. While it's Christmas themed, we were late in recording it, late in editing it, getting So even though it was Christmas themed, it came out in January and February. So it still counts as 2021. Next up, the favorite sci-fi TV characters, parts one and two. It, it seems like forever ago that we did that one. Uh, but that was one of my favorite topics that we did. And that was episodes 37 and 39 uh, because they're, they're not adjacent because I think we crammed in a, a WandaVision review in between or something like that. Best and worst TV series finales. Uh, again, another favorite topic of mine because it deals with TV. That was also a two-parter, episodes 44 and 45. Then one of my favorite movie reviews was Captain America, the first Avenger. That was episode 55. Uh, That's also uh, the episode where Joanna got drunk. Then there was our first alpha movie bet. uh, Number one, where we did favorite movies from A to D. That was episode 64. 
Then Lord of the Rings was another two-parter, episodes 66 and 67. Uh, another alpha movie bet, favorite movies from E to H. That was episode 73. Now, this one is tricky. It It is technically one of my favorite reviews because it is one of my favorite movies that we reviewed, Ocean's Eleven. But in a way, that's not one of my favorite reviews because it was a very tough review. Because as much as I was really enthusiastic about talking <laughs> about the movie, somebody kept steering it into the negative early because we usually do mostly positives at first and mostly negatives later. And it's like every time I tried to bring up something positive, negative, 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 negative. So in a way that was not as fun as a review as I really wish it was, but it was still one of my favorite movies that we reviewed. And another movie that I think just barely kind of sneaks in there because it was maybe not as big a topic as some of our others, but still kind of fun in the end was our review of tag. Okay. I like tag. I like their tag episode. I thought that was fun. I enjoyed our Gattaca episode, even though some people were a little, you know, harsh on it and didn't want to enjoy the, the coolness of what is Gattaca. But, uh, that was one of my favorite episodes for this year, kind of adding to your list. But we had lots of good ones. Really good. Gattaca was one of the ones where, yes, I, I didn't like it. I had some negative stuff to say about that, but that, about that one. But I think that was still one of our better discussions. In fact, I think the episode ran long. I think that was one of our longest episodes for a single review. In retrospect, maybe we should have split that up into two parts. But I think it went on so long because you were making really good points about why it was good. And, and Dave and I, and yeah. Andrew, and Andrew, I can't remember where you fell on that one. Was it bad? Um, I, think? I think my stance on it was as a movie, it was meh, but as a concept and like an idea and like the whole concept and like all the ethics and stuff, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was one where we just had really dis good discussion. And I think even though we didn't change each other's minds, I think we all had really good points. And which I, I kind of feel like that's one of the strengths of our podcast is that, you know, we it's part of the reason that we call ourselves discerning geeks is that we do a pretty good job of analyzing movies and saying, what is the positive? What is the negative? And how does that differ person person to person? And most of the time we don't change each other's minds, but I think we usually respect each other's opinions in the end. And that was one where our opinions were kind of all over the place, but I think we expressed ourselves really well in that episode. So yeah, I'll, I'll kind of agree. It's not exactly the funnest episode and not one of the, my favorites, but I, I agreed that it was a good discussion. And the only other one that I see that I would like to mention, and it came very early. It was actually our second episode of this year was the lake house. And that was a good one for us. Just kind of looking at some numbers as I'm looking at our podcast, it looks like the Lake House and Gattaca were our most listened to episodes of this past year. I think it's all about the dog. It's all about the dog. Dave will be happy that I think Aliens was pretty high up, or Alien was pretty high up there in our, our listening as well yeah the lake house dungeons and dragons um adjustment bureau alien and i think it was one of our discussion topics tv discussion topics was our kind of top three or four episodes of of this past year as far as listeners so if you haven't listened to those go back and listen to them um, and uh, see what you missed see what you think 
No, I think Adjustment Bureau is 2020. Oh, it was the – why did I say Adjustment Bureau? Gattaca was the one I was mentioning. I'm sorry. Um, so we had Gattaca, it, the Lake House, and uh, the Dungeons and Dragons, I think, were our top episode, three episodes. Oh, yeah. The D&D episode was fun. But Adjustment Bureau was a great movie. It was, and that was a good review, too. Yeah. So listen to it anyways. 2020 was still great. Yeah. And then listen to the bonus episode, which was what kicks off our <laughs> episode mm-hmm. this past year. Again, that was kind of weird, but some of that was just editing and, and we were a little bit behind. We did the D&D one shot, but those take a lot more in getting out. And so it took a little while to get those out the following. Well, it was, yeah, it was kind of a side discussion on the works of Philip K. Dick, both movies yep. that have been inspired by his stuff and, and his writings themselves. And um, it was, it was a good enough discussion that I didn't want to cut it. You guys said, oh, it's too long. Just cut it. And I'm like, eh, that's too good. I mean, it's, it was 19 minutes long. So it made, it's probably our shortest episode, but it still made a decent bonus episode all on its own. And I didn't want to just cut 19 whole minutes. So, And we've um, done a, quite a few Philip K. Dick movie reviews or, or top, <laughs> talked about him quite a bit in some mm-hmm. of our reviews. So. Uh, what else? Anybody else have anything that's kind of top on their list? I think I mentioned it in our Thanksgiving thank you episode. Um, I know kind of a couple of the podcasts that I've been listening to. Uh, there's one called Monster Hour. There's the Crit Show have been kind of probably my two top uh, podcasts for this past year that I've been listening to. Um, if we if we go into besides ours, I listen to every episode of ours as well. Anybody else have anything that tops their list of 2021? Uh, I found Creepy Pasta on YouTube. What? Okay, you have to. I don't. You don't think you've talked about Creepy Pasta before? You've talked about a couple other ones, but yeah, I've talked about like Casper Sight and that kind of thing, which is a guy that that he's a British guy that that freaks out at ghost videos, which is really funny. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, just watch it to watch his reaction. Um, uh, Creepy Pasta though is uh, he's a YouTuber and he's he just makes YouTube videos where people tell scary stories. I don't know if people send them in or if he writes them or if it's a combination of both or whatever. Um, the guy even has an app now called Chilling where you can do like all kinds of stuff. But basically, he makes these videos with ambient noise so you could just sit there and listen to them. I have actually listened. I have actually sat here and listened to. Uh, let's see. There was one that was called Tales from a Lonely Broadcast Station that was four hours long. I listened to the whole thing. Uh, it was a great little supernatural story that all took place around like this lonely broadcast station out kind of in the boonies. There was another one that was about like park rangers or, or like a fire station, you know, like a fire watch station. Um, and it was like three hours and I listened to that. Some of them are very short. Some of them are very long. Um and uh, I've only listened to maybe about three or four of them, but all of them have been really good. So, I mean, I don't know if he writes them himself or if they're just uh, sent in by people, because I, I have a feeling that some of them are compilations where people are just sending short stories. But uh, uh, I haven't listened to all of them, but there's a lot of them out there that are just really good. And so, you know, if you're kind of doing stuff around the house or working and just want some noise in the background, uh, hey, Give it a shot. See what you think. Uh, I would definitely highly recommend starting out with like, you know, uh, stories from a lonely broadcast station or, uh, 
or one of the uh, park ranger ones because they're they're uh, they're pretty good stories. I mean, they're pretty good scary stories. So okay, yeah. Reread and it had been years, but I just completed rereading Dune, um, which yeah. I was very excited about. Um, I felt like I needed to to read the book again because it had been many many years since I had read it. And to be able to completely justify and, and think about the movies, um, I wanted to reread it. And so that was really cool. I discovered, and this ties into our podcast, it's called Ender's Game Alive. And it's like an audible kind of live broadcast of Ender's Game. So it's not, you know, one of these where they read you the book. It's actually has actors portraying the characters and it's done in the, the audible media and they were doing Ender's game and it was actually really well done. And it was really kind of cool because they did give a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff. So he even, uh, it was written by Orson Scott card and he um, even tied in some of the stuff from like Ender's Shadow that you don't get normally in Ender's Game um, until you actually finish that book and then read Ender's Shadow. Uh, but they did it in such a way that it just kind of kept the story going. And so if you haven't listened to that, I would definitely do it. Go back and listen to our podcast where we talked about the book Ender's Game and also the movie Ender's Game um, because of all of those have something to offer. And uh, so I found that recently and I wanted to share it. Anybody else 2021 before we wrap? Yeah, I've got a few things because you mentioned podcasts. So I thought I'd mention some yeah. of the podcasts I listen to. And these aren't necessarily all the podcasts I listen to, but just probably the ones that stand out the most. There's one called Reengage, And it's uh, a group of people who are about our age who are doing a, an episode by episode review of Star Trek, the next generation. And it's a really good podcast. One of them is um, I'm blanking on his name, but he's one of the same guys that does one of the D and D podcasts, like the official D and D podcast. And Dave, I think it's one you listen to. So you might know who I'm talking about for some reason. I'm blanking on his name, but anyway, he's, he's in that one too. Maybe you're thinking of Greg Tito, who's also co-host of dragon talk. And all of them are kind of actors or actorish type people. So they talk a lot about the acting and the performances that go into Next Generation. and uh, But it, it's just really cool. And in fact, they do a thing where they talk about what was going on in the world during the week that an episode of TNG was first broadcast. And that's where I got the idea for doing that a, a few times in our uh, podcast. So I admit that's kind of where I uh, borrowed that idea from. And then we mentioned a few times that Dave and I are starting a Battle on Five podcast. There are a couple Battle on Five podcasts that I listen to. Uh, one is the White Rocket Battle on Five review podcast. That's actually kind of a spinoff of the White Rocket podcast. Uh, both are done by Van Allen Plexico, who is somebody who goes to Dragon Con every year, and he does a lot of panels. He's a writer. Uh, he's really into comic books. And Babylon 5 is one of his favorite things, and he and somebody named Andy Fix are reviewing Babylon 5 episodes, so I've been listening to those. There's another podcast called Yum Yum Podcast, and they started off doing reviews of Star Trek Discovery and Star Trek Picard, and apparently one of the characters that doesn't even last that long in Star Trek Discovery 
uh, said the line yum yum at some point and they thought it was so cool they decided to name their podcast yum yum podcast even though it's not very descriptive of what they do but the reason i like them is they are also reviewing babylon 5 right now i think they're somewhere around season two i don't think they've gotten in season three yet if they are it's still kind of early um i've gone back and listened to some of their reviews of star trek discovering it and star trek picard and luckily they kind of agree with me they're kind of critical of it but they also kind of review it the way we do they they go in there with the discerning look so they they look at both the positives and the negatives so they they throw a bone every once in a while to those star trek shows and say you know there are some good things in there, but they're still mostly critical about it. So I kind of am on the same wavelength as them. Uh, let me see if I have skipped one. No. Okay. So my last one, I think it's my last one. I thought I've had a fifth one. Uh, but, but, of, of course, there's the Adventure Zone, but their current season, Ether Sea, I've lost track a little bit of that. But I still love the personalities of the three brothers and the father that are involved in that podcast. I'm just, I, I'm not totally into the story this time around, but I also haven't haven't listened too intently. So maybe I need to go back and give them another try. And so then the last one I'll mention is. Uh, the Fandom Hybrid podcast, uh, they do a lot of reviews of movies that have come out recently, but also TV shows, especially the Marvel shows. It's about four or five people on there, and one of them is Hanako. In fact, I think I've already mentioned that podcast earlier in this same episode because Hanako brought up uh, Betty White in the episode that I'm listening to today that was uh, released on New Year's Day. And so, uh, and she, and Hanako is also a Dragon Con uh, person too. And I think the two or three of the other people on the panel are too. So, uh, so yeah, give Fandom Hybrid a try. I could have sworn there was a fifth one, but maybe not. So I guess that's good enough. Okay. And we mentioned this on, uh, as we were recording earlier for a different episode, but uh, good news for Dragon Con for 2022. Um, I'll be shuffling Andrew along uh, what? to go to Dragon Con. Are you kidnapping me? Not again. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't um, babysit your kids for free just when you kidnap me, okay? It's not how this works. I, I hope he didn't take offense. He basically gets to ride with me and sleep on the couch, but I told him I wasn't going to feed him because I got money to like feed teenage kids with special dietary needs. Uh, he's on we his own should for put food. a note you gave me on Facebook. It was we can the do that. most funny thing. <laughs> Y'all go check out the Facebook. Okay. We'll put it on Facebook that way. People <laughs> can see it. Um, but yeah, he's going to go. We're, we have at least three of the four at Dragon Con this coming year. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, like Todd mentioned, we've actually recorded uh, several episodes already for our Babylon 5 podcast. We'll be recording some more once we get in where we kind of want it to be. Uh, we'll start releasing those uh, sometime in the next couple of months. And that way we'll have some episodes there for those that want to check it out. It's the Discerning Lurkers Portal a Babylon five podcast and you can check that out as well. Um, wherever you get your podcast, it'll be here. You can interact with us on the same channels and everything. Uh, what else am I missing? Anything, anything else awesome happened in sadly, we didn't get a lot. We didn't have a lot of time to play D and D this year. 
Uh, we did start Ooh. our Monster Hunter, and we haven't had a whole lot of time to play, but hopefully we'll have some episodes, some us role-playing Monster Hunter coming up in the, the next Monster year. Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week, yep. I said Monster Hunter. Didn't I? Monster of the Week, not Monster Hunter. Uh, our Monster Hunter, or Monster of the Week podcast. Ah! I think he's drunk. Monster of the Week role-playing game. This is what I get for drinking my dragon's nectar as we get my later. My name is David, and I'm a professional. <laughs> you're, the, you're the game master. You should know the name of the, of the game. What, what we're playing? Yeah. Uh, later it gets, the, the more I get. Yeah. We just messed it up. What else? Anything else before we kind of call this a wrap? Or is anybody each? Let's go around the table and do one I'm thing. Good. That we're looking forward to in 2022. How? Which? Which? What's going to be your like number one thing you're looking forward to in 2022? Anybody want to go first? I've got two things. Yeah. Todd, go ahead and give us your two. Okay. You know, I've already mentioned that I'm kind of critical of the current Star Trek shows, but we are getting true Star Trek. Sometime in March. I don't remember the exact date, but I think it's mid-March. We're actually getting real Star Trek in the form of not real Star Trek. We're getting season three of the Orville. Awesome. And uh, they're, they're getting some new cast members. Some of them might be regular. Some of them might just be recurring. But one of the people who's going to be in season three is Bruce Boxleitner playing the president of the Planetary Union. That's right, oh. Bruce Boxleitner, <laughs> who played Captain Sheridan on Babylon 5. Nice. That's going to be a little bit weird because he's going to be an alien and he's going to be in full makeup. So he posted a picture online, He's like, and it was at the Orville, and I'm like, does he just like the show? And then eventually there were enough posts that somebody actually revealed that, no, that's him in the makeup. And I'm like, are you sure? And then I think he eventually confirmed it himself, and then there was an article online that confirmed it. So, yeah, he's going to be in season three and then speaking of babylon five there's still no definite news yet but there is still the possibility of a babylon five reboot this year j michael straczynski has written the uh the script for the pilot episode i think it has gotten a, a good uh, first reaction but there's still not a final decision to to green light it yet uh it's it's not that there's any kind of hesitation because it uh, it being bad i think it's just not time yet but it's supposed to happen i think sometime in the m- next month or two if it is going to go to production time for a fall release nice anybody else anything you're looking forward to in 2022 or want to make a resolution about what you're going to do for 2022 um andrew. why did you say andrew andrew what you got um excited for in 2022 yeah anything oh book of boba fett ah there you go there we go i said the yeah. words i did the thing everybody's happy um Good dragon morning. con dragon yep. con yep for our monster of the week actually getting that going and yeah. with the book of uh, sorry. no go ahead with the book of Boba Fett, there's technically already one episode out. I just want to make sure you, you knew that because I watched it, but it's okay, going to okay. keep coming out, right? Yeah. So, so you're looking forward to the next five episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, actually, um, mine are very similar. I am super excited that we're going to have several of us at Dragon Con. Um, 
not sure what all that's going to mean as far as what we'll be doing uh, podcast-wise related, but uh, yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be an opportunity for all of us to uh, to kind of grow in, in our art and what we do. I am very excited about um, not, you know, this podcast and what it is looking forward to in the next year as we continue to find ways to improve and and learn ways to entertain you and branch out with new podcasts and things like that. Um, I think over the next year, we're going to kind of continue to to, perf- to make this artwork a little bit more um, our own and enjoy it. And hopefully you guys will too and come along with the ride for the ride. What you, Dave? You got to have something going for us. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> You're good. We're keeping Dave healthy. That's the biggest thing. Dave, Dave's health is going to improve this year. That's my other one. We're all going to make it happen. Um, all right. Anything else to wrap up before we go? Going, going, gone. Jeez. Don't all jump at the gun at the same time. Here we go. That's okay. I still um, got more I could say because I've got more notes, but then we'd be here all day and I've already said enough. So, so with that, we're going to call this an episode. Um, are we going to read? No, we call all our episodes episodes. Are we going to spin the wheel of insanity? What for? We have a rec- Just do we have two in the hopper? Kind We've of. We've already got two in the hopper. We got two in the hopper. We got two in the okay. hopper. We filled Battle the of hopper. L.A. and from hell. Oh, we got the hopper filled. Okay, Hopper's Field. <laughs> um, we do, still, be we do have a few more special episodes that we'll have to release some this year. We're going to get our What Would Andrew Watch coming out. We are planning some uh, Monster of the Week. And we got to get back to our Alpha Movie Bet episodes. So lots of special stuff for you guys listening. I encourage you to please email us at discerninggeeks at gmail.com. Be on the lookout for some special posts on our Facebook page, the Discerning Geeks portal. If you haven't liked us and followed us, then go ahead and do that. I forgot to mention that like one of our best posts this year was actually Todd reposting the Muppet Christmas Carol from last year. That post like blew up on our Facebook. Oh, oh did it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I haven't checked it, but but here's here's something I would I would really appreciate for our listeners, and it may be that our listeners aren't the ones that need to know this because they're listening. But a lot of times we get a lot of likes on our Facebook posts, but but we we need those people who are clicking like to also listen because we're a podcast that's the point of, of putting those posts out there so uh so don't just click because we sometimes post pretty little pictures uh you know posters or screenshots from a movie you know we're also putting links out there to these podcasts so so please uh give a listen and, and help us out a little bit gentlemen another fun episode 2021 is a wrap we now kick off 2022 and the what I'm going to announce is going to be the best year for the Discerning Geeks portal. I have already named in our last, kind of as we were recording our last episode, that 2022 is going to be the year of the geek. I'm 
announcing it now. We're going to make it. It's all ours. All geek movies, all geek TV shows uh, are going to be popular this year. Everything's going to explode. And we're going to be here for it on the front line. So keep listening to our podcast. Have a great evening, guys. Thank you for listening. See you, gang. I love you, man. You have a good day, sir. I forgot to say and do whatever continues to make you a discerning geek. Whoa, whoa, you want to try that again? I think he's drunk. <laughs> and keep trying to the, discern the, 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 the geeks. geeks. The, yeah, you rehearsed a few words there. I did. Um, yeah, continue to like whatever, you whatever, whatever makes whatever you. A, a geek portal. A portal. Uh. Continue to like whatever makes you a discerning geek. Here into the portal of the geek discerning. What? This uh, dragon nectar is uh, stronger than I thought. Four point five percent alcohol. Actually, it's six percent. Oh well, that's more than an ice house. <laughs>